welcome to another edition of San Luis Valley Voices, an SL Voices production. Without further ado, enjoy the program. Bring the whole family to Manassas Pioneer Days this year for games, free demonstrations, live music, a carnival parades, a dance, rodeos, demolition derby, local vendors, live music, magic shows, a duck race, remote control car testing, fireworks, great food, free entertainment, and the list goes on. All the fun happens on July 13th through the 16th this year in the wonderful town of Manassa, Colorado. Not just another dot on the map. I'm Adam, and for nearly 150 years, there's been a very special festival and celebration going on in the town of Manassa, Colorado. It's one of the oldest festivals in the state and is a big reason to come home, spending time visiting with family, friends, and of course, partaking in all the wonderful things this event has to offer. It's Manassa Pioneer Days, and to find out about their mission, vision, what they're planning this year, and a whole lot more. We got together with Tammy Valentine. Tammy is the president and Ashley Garrison, we're a board member. Ladies, welcome to SL Voices. Thank you. Thank you. Well, ladies, first off, let's find out a little bit about yourself. Ashley, we'll start with you. Where are you originally from and how did you end up here in the San Luis Valley? I'm from Manassas, born and raised. I'm the daughter of Tony Martin, who's from La Jara, and Sean Woods from Alamosa. He's the undersheriff there for the county. I'm a mom. I have four kids. My husband is a music teacher at Centauri, Brian Garrison, and we love music. We have a passion for music in our family. My husband is a violinist and a band teacher and a piano tuner. We just started a piano tuning business. I've seen that online. That's y'all. That's us. That's wonderful. Yeah, (laughs) we're pretty excited. And he DJs too, so we always have music going at our house. I sing and direct the choir at church. And so that's why I wanted to help with the entertainment of Pioneer Days, because we just love music and want to keep it going. I can see that. Tammy, how about you? Where are you from and how did you end up here? So I am from Bountiful area. I grew up on a ranch here and grew up with four brothers. I'm the only girl. We have ranched in a partnership for years. And then over the last five years or so, we've divided because we're all older and have families of our own. I currently live just outside of Romeo. I am married to my husband, Aaron, and we have four kids. They're getting older now, and so it gives me a little more time to put into community service and programs like this. I work for Valleywide. I'm actually a behavioral health provider, counseling and therapy. Let's talk about the yearly Manassa Pioneer Days event. Goodness, there's an awful lot that you have planned for this year. First though, what is your mission and vision? So we have been working on developing a mission. We are working towards expanding and making this feel like it belongs to the community more than, you know, it it originated with the church celebration, but we're really trying to expand out. And so some of our objectives include preserving and promoting the pioneering spirit of Conejos County. We also want to promote the development of youth leadership and cultural celebration, which is a big piece of what we do on this one weekend. We have some historical fairgrounds and we're working to maintain them, but we also want to make some big improvements and make it available for the whole community to use and have access to. And then we want to give community service and offer that to the different communities throughout Conejos County. Well, as I mentioned at the beginning, almost 150 years this has been going on. Can you give me a little history of Manassa Pioneer Days? It's one of the oldest festivals in the state. We didn't realize that until we started doing some research. It actually started in 1879. 
So members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, there were converts to that religion, and they came from the southern states, and also they were called back from Utah to come and settle here. They brought with them the tradition of celebrating the arrival of the prophet Brigham Young into the Salt Lake Valley on July 24, 1847. And so early celebrations included a procession through the town, which has evolved into a parade now. They had speakers, storytellers, they had children's foot races. They still have the foot races in Sanford every year, which is awesome and a lot of fun. Horse races around a city block and dances for adults and children. So we're so grateful to look back on our history of Pioneer Days. And we love that it's a weekend for family members to come home and celebrate together. We are just a small town in Manassa, about a thousand people. But over Pioneer Day weekend, we grow to around 10,000 people. It's huge. It's amazing to see. Driving down that parade route each year, it really just gets all of us excited to be there. Ten times what you normally are. Right. Wow. We rely a lot on volunteers and families who help us make this happen. We have a 5K run and our parade. If you haven't come to our parade, you got to come. The floats that everybody puts together are amazing, not like any other parade in the valley. And you do it twice. Yep, we watch it up and back both days. (laughs) You end up seeing the parade four times. It's that good. Oh, wow. (laughs) We have live entertainment and a hamburger stand, and everybody comes back to Manassas for a hamburger. You can smell those burgers cooking while the parade is going and everybody's ready to eat. (laughs) There really isn't a lot to these hamburgers. They're little greasy patties, and by the time they're on the bun, the buns are greasy. To look at them, you think, what are we eating? But it has a unique taste. I don't know if it's the grills or if it's just psychologically, we've decided they're better than anything in the world, but they really have a unique taste. But to look at them, you would think this is the most unhealthy thing I've ever eaten in my whole life. (laughs) And yet it's absolutely delicious. It tastes like summertime. It tastes like home. It tastes like everything. And you've got rodeo events going on as well. We do. We have two rodeos, and this might be a good place to talk a little bit about how that started. Sure. So we've had two committees. We've had the Manassas Saddle Club that originated in 1946, and then we have the Manassas Celebration Committee. That actually originated around early 2000s as the church started saying, you know, we want this celebration to belong to the community. So that committee was formed, and that committee has, for all the years up until this year, has been over the parade, the hamburger stand, the entertainment, Miss Pioneer. We used to have a kickoff banquet and a barbecue. So that committee took care of that. And the Manassas Saddle Club put on the rodeos, the derby and the carnival. And this year, we combined both committees into one big organization. And so we've done a lot of restructuring. Mm -hmm. But just to talk a little bit about where we started, the Manassas Saddle Club actually started in 1946. There was a group of men that got together to organize it. It was Vaughn Sowards, Con Rogers, Dallas Smith, Solomon Mestis, Bill Hicks, and Charlie Payne. And that first summer, they put on three rodeos. They put one on during Flag Day. And then the second one was held on the 4th of July. And the third one was held during Pioneer Days. Some of the very first rodeos after the war were held in this makeshift arena. And after each event, the cowboys had to go round up the stock. One memory that I have as a little girl being at Pioneer Days was it seemed like there was always a bull that jumped the fence. Everybody was scared to death, but it seemed to happen every year. And cowboys would hop on their horses and go rope the bull and bring him back. But eventually we got a little better fencing and so far I've been able to 
to keep all the stock in. Later on down the road, and I don't know exactly when it happened, but they decided to drop the first two rodeos and devoted their energy and resources to the rodeos during Pioneer Days. So now we have a Friday night rodeo and a Saturday afternoon rodeo. And then over time, they decided to add the Demolition Derby, which started out very small, but it is hands down our biggest event of the weekend, and that happens on Saturday night. It's a lot of fun. When are all the events taking place this year? So this year, we're changing the way that we crown Miss Pioneer. Okay. Every year, we've had a kickoff banquet on Thursday night, but we've found that that conflicts with events going on in other communities in the county. Sanford has some celebrating events that they still carry out, and so we decided to move our event to Wednesday night. And because Miss Pioneer is chosen from teenagers, we wanted to do an event that's more geared towards that population so they could celebrate the crowning of Miss Pioneer. Sure. So we decided to have an auction, and that auction is set to raise money for a scholarship fund for Miss Pioneer. And so we'll have an auction and some activities before the dance. And then at the dance, Miss Pioneer will be crowned. So that's held on Wednesday night. And then the carnival comes in on Thursday. We don't really know what time the carnival opens on Thursdays. It's just kind of when they get everything set up and they're ready to rock and roll, people can start riding the ride. And then on Friday, we have the parade at 10 o'clock in the morning, and that's down Main Street. So then we have the carnival. It's open from 10 to midnight, both days. On Friday evening, we have the evening rodeo, and that starts at 6 p.m. out at the fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. On Saturday morning, we have the parade starting at 10 o'clock on Main Street again. The carnival's still running at 10 o'clock. And then that afternoon, on Saturday afternoon at 12.30, we have the afternoon performance of the rodeo. And then that night at 6 o'clock, we have the Demolition Derby. Some other events that are happening. So in the midst of all of this, we have free entertainment going on. And that's what Ashley is in charge of. People can eat their hamburgers and just sit and enjoy the music and the entertainment. Also on Saturday morning, we have the 5K race. That starts in the Jack Dempsey Park. You really want to get there early, like at 7 o'clock, to get all lined up because it's such a big race. And then the gun fires at 8 o'clock in the morning. I heard her mention free entertainment. What kind of things are going on? Yes, we are excited this year. We've got lots of music, pretty much all local bands. We have the Uz Band from New Mexico coming out. Mm. We have a Celtic band that is based in Alamosa that's going to be playing this year. A Manasseh group, the Soul Boys, is playing. We have a local dance studio coming to perform. Jenny Sowards and her girls will be there. We have an Alamosa band, Old Scratch, that's playing. I know them. That's awesome. And a newcomer this year is a ska group called The Casual Fridays. We have Blue Rooster from Creststone coming to play. They're fun. You don't want to miss them. Lots of good music. Mm -hmm. Hobby Town is going to be set up in the Opera House on Saturday to let people try out their RC cars. Totally free. Go check it out. It'll be fun. The Lajara Rotary Group is going to have a duck race on Saturday afternoon. A duck race? something new. Yeah, we're excited to see. And I think they're selling tickets for that event. You can get a hold of Debbie Vance if you want to have more information about that Lajara Rotary duck race. Then we have Bob Phillips Band, Blue Sky, coming to play. Classic rock. That'll be our last band of the weekend. And we have a magician coming to do a couple shows. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. There's all so kinds it's of It's going to be a lot of fun. And both days we'll have a face painter there. She will be charging a little fee. Watch for her where the vendors are and get your face painted. You mentioned vendors. These are, I'm assuming, local vendors from around the valley or specific just to Manassa? From around the valley. We put a few out at the fairgrounds. Those slots are all full. 
a lot of our vendors are returning vendors because it's such a good venue. Sure. But anybody that's interested in being a vendor, they need to contact the town of Manassa. If you happen to be out and about listening to this podcast, all of this contact information, the schedule, everything will be on this web page. So you can stop by and check out who you need to contact for whatever you want to do, what's going on what day. It'll all be listed there. Anything new planned for this year? I think one thing we really want to emphasize for this year is the crowning of Miss Pioneer. First of all, we're still open if there are girls that want to apply for that. We would welcome that. In the past, Miss Pioneer was always selected from young women who belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as part of that heritage celebration, but this year we opened it up community-wide. And so it's open to anyone who resides in Conejos County. They must not have graduated high school during 2022, and they need to be at least 16 years of age by July 1st. And we're just looking at young ladies. Yes, that's important to know. So right now it's open to just young ladies. One thing that our board member, Tony Martin, has really worked hard on is getting a scholarship available. We don't know the amount of that yet because she's still raising money for that. So even the auction that night is going to go towards that scholarship. So we do have a scholarship available for that. Application information can be found on the Manassa Pioneer Days Miss Pioneer Facebook page. And the deadline for applications is July 1st. So you still have a little time if you want to get in on that. And we're really emphasizing that these young ladies get engaged in their community through service. We do require them to do a service project. Mm -hmm. And then they will be judged on their school and community participation, creativity of their community service project, and their commitment to preserving the heritage and culture of Conejos County. I understand you're also having the first ever live auction and dance. Yes. So that coincides with the crowning of Miss Pioneer. We're still taking items for that auction. She's gotten quite a few things in to auction off. She's reaching out to local businesses. I'm not exactly sure what they will be auctioning, but they have quite a few things. Yeah, we just want you to come out and see the auction. I know she has some fun activities that are kind of spectator friendly and participant friendly as well, just to kind of kick everything off. A few games. If you get involved in the games, you could win a free hamburger from the hamburger stand. There you go. One of those legendary (laughs) hamburgers. She's working on getting prizes and things like that. So it's just a fun way to kind of get everybody into the spirit of Pioneer Days. Sure. And of course, we could talk about the parade. Floats. They're built by different communities throughout the entire county. Yes. This is a step we've taken this year. It was a change that was kind of implemented last year, but we're getting more traction with it. Again, history, the different auxiliaries of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints have traditionally built these floats. Mm -hmm. But we want, again, to help all of our communities feel like this celebration belongs to them. So this year we have different towns from Conejos County that are building the floats. So we've posted on Facebook, we've had families volunteer, community organizations volunteer, and so we're super excited to see what they come up with. And you're going to have to come out and see it. Yes. Friday or Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. Yes, or both days if you want to see it four times. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) How does all this benefit the town of Manassa and, of course, your local businesses there every year? I imagine this has a huge impact. Kind of going back to what Ashley had mentioned, one thing we hear people say is Manassa would just be another dot on the map if we didn't have Pioneer Days. It would just be something that's overlooked. So number one, we give people a reason to come home. And when those people come home, they come in droves. They're staying in our local Airbnbs, hotels, motels. A lot of them stay with family, but you know, sometimes you need a little space. And then they're, you know, shopping in our grocery stores, they're patronizing all of our local businesses. 
Another thing that's really important to know is that we utilize local businesses for all of our materials, any equipment that we need. We really rely heavily on our local businesses. Sure. It's a good source of economic growth for the whole county. That is great. And again, 10,000 people. It's hard to believe. You got to come see it. And I would suggest if you're coming to the parade, either day, get there early. It'll be hard to find a parking spot otherwise. It's interesting. The week of Pioneer Days, you start seeing like lawn chairs with ropes tied. So people are starting to claim their spot to watch the parade. Really? As a kid, the town will hang flags across the street. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is. You see those flags go up and you just start getting excited. I remember as a little kid, we're like, oh, it's almost Pioneer Days. There's little signs that contribute to the excitement in the air and the claiming of parade spots is one of them. So you said you do have some openings for local vendors downtown. I'm not sure how many openings they have. Contact the town and see what they can do to work with you. You're looking for family-friendly type vendors too. Exactly, yes. We've got a lot of great sponsors, of course, and I'm sure you're going to be doing shout-outs to them. We love our sponsors. We're so grateful for them. We have a huge payout on our derby. It's upwards of over $20,000 at this point. We couldn't do that if we didn't have good sponsors. We have people that sponsor the fireworks show. That's kind of the last event of the whole celebration. We have businesses that sponsor the parade, the entertainment, the rodeos. So we try to show our gratitude to them in different ways. They all get so many passes based on their level of sponsorship. That's good for all three events out at the fairgrounds. We hang their banners in the arena. We make sure that they are announced throughout the events. If they're a parade sponsor, we want to get their banner in the parade and make sure they're announced during the parade. We hang their banners near the entertainment stage and try to announce them there as well. And then we have an ad book that has been around forever. It's kind of a tradition that people like the ad book. And so every sponsor, even if they're one of our smaller sponsors, they all get a spot in the ad book. And then we print 500 copies of those and then they're free. And so we go around and hand them out at the rodeos and the derby. And then we'll sign pages and have the announcer check to see. And if my signature is on your page, then they get a prize. So we really try to promote our sponsors just because we're so grateful for them. Every event, it takes a lot to pull all of this together. It does. A lot of people, a lot of hours. It's a wonderful thing that you're all doing. If someone would like to participate, to volunteer, be in the parade, who do they reach out to? So our home base for information right now is our Facebook page, and that's Manassa Pioneer Days, and you can find us on Facebook. We would encourage you to like and follow us and share so that all of that information gets out. Mm-hmm. Another good way to get a hold of us is through our email. It's Manassa Saddle Club, all one word. So let me spell Manassa for you. That's M-A-N-A-S-S-A and then saddleclub77 at gmail.com. You can also call or text me. My name's Tammy, and that's 719-992-4260. But I do have a full-time job, so I prefer text. And then if I need to call you, I'll call you afterwards. The parade, best information there can go to Randy Trent, and her email is randy, R-A-N-D-I, Calden, C-A-L-D-O-N, at yahoo.com. If you want to help in the hamburger stand, which I recommend, I think that is just part of the Pioneer Days experience is working in the hamburger stand. It is so fun. 
And we love and welcome volunteers. We don't want people to feel like they have to belong to a certain group or something. All are welcome to come and work in the hamburger stand. You would contact Stephen Johnson, 719-580-2392. If you want to enter the rodeo, you would call Tammy Lepp with TA Rodeo Company, and her number is 719-580-3022. If you're interested in derby information or to enter, you're going to call Ryan Gilland, 719-580-6427. If you want to know more about the Miss Pioneer crowning the auction, the dance, you'll contact Tony Martin, 719-588-9197. For the entertainment, you'll contact Ashley Garrison, 719-580-5173. And then the 5K run, you can go to the website and go to www.letsgorun.com. Again, all of this contact information will be on the podcast webpage. So if you didn't catch any of that, you can stop by and catch it all there. There's a lot going on. And certainly, you want to participate, you want to volunteer, you've got things available. You had mentioned earlier, you wanted to circle back around to this too, about the TA Rodeo, something special going on this year? So TA Rodeo Company is our contractor this year, and they put on a lot of rodeos here in the valley and then in a lot of areas outside of the valley. They come with a lot of experience. They have really good stock. Last year, we had our highest number of contestants that we've ever had, so it was a fun rodeo. One thing that we are doing this year is we are giving out a saddle for the calf roping, and we are doing that in honor of one of our friends of rodeo who passed away, Cord Crowther. And so we'll have the Cord Crowther Calf Roping Memorial event. And so that's exciting for contestants. Another thing that we do at the rodeo is we added this last year and it was a lot of fun. We do youth events on the track and they're team events. And so we have traditional Gymkhana events like the flag race, pole bending, keyhole, and we put two teams up against each other and then we stack up the times and the winning team gets prizes. So that's a lot of fun. It added to a lot of the entertainment at the rodeo. So yeah, our rodeo is a lot of fun. I feel like it's one of the last local rodeos that we have in this area. And so you still get that chance to come out and see your hometown cowboys compete. You get to see our youth compete. And it's always nice to know that those cowboy traditions are being handed down to younger people. So we love that we have this big local rodeo with local contestants. What impact would you say the whole COVID situation had on your event over the last couple of years? Well, first of all, after doing it for 140 some years, it was the first year that our volunteers have had a year off. Oh. And we enjoyed that, but we also definitely missed the event. Last year was the biggest turnout we've ever had. And I think it's because people were ready. They realized what it was to not have it. And so we got a lot of support in having it again. So that was great. It did give us some time to transition as we worked to begin combining these two committees and started kind of rebuilding the structure of this organization to be community driven. And so we have had some time to work on all of the aspects of that, you know, what our goals are, mission, even down to bank accounts and tax IDs. What would you say is the highlight of the entire event? What's the biggie? I think the highlight of the whole celebration is just seeing families come together and spend quality time together and just enjoy being together for one weekend. Just forget the rest of the world and have fun. And that's the most important thing to us is that this event stays family friendly and we just enjoy each other's company for a couple of days. Probably my all-time favorite part of the whole weekend is when everything's died down. There's a quietness that kind of comes over the fairgrounds out there. You know, there's still some clinking and clanking going on with derby cars, but for the most part, people have left and they're going to watch the fireworks. But the lights are still on, still a little bit of dust floating in the air, and that's when we as volunteers just kind of catch our breath 
and we say we did it and that's when we had a lot of good laughs out there we've had some good giggles it's just a time for us to just take it all in and say this is what we did and it's all of us none of us did this alone you know and so it's all of us but it's just that moment where you get that little intrinsic (laughs) reward for community service and I think that that's something until you volunteer, you don't really appreciate how valuable that is. I'm sure it's over. Everything went well. It's done. I totally get that. It's a good feeling. Uh, Absolutely, it is. So you host the parade on Friday and Saturday. It goes up and down Main Street twice. Yes. How did that happen? Why twice? I don't know how that happened, actually. My family always talks about how nice it is to see each float on both sides. I don't know if that really was the point of it, but we really like to show off our floats, so maybe that's part of it. Well, that makes a lot of sense, actually. That does make sense. (laughs) Final question, what about future plans for Manassa Pioneer Days? Number one, we're going to keep it going. We've done it for 140 some years. Why stop now, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So it is a part we will continue to do. And every year after Pioneer Days is over, we get together as a board and we really evaluate. We look at Facebook comments, which are sometimes hard, hard to hear, hard to read, but we really do take that into consideration. And we say, what can we do next year to make this better? And we try to really focus on one big thing every year so we don't get overwhelmed. And we just keep every year trying to improve those things. And so we just want to keep making the celebration better. Moving forward, we definitely want it to feel inclusive of the whole county. We want the pioneer spirit of all of our cultures, all the different heritages that we have to be celebrated. And we want people to feel like this belongs to me and I belong here. And so we're really expanding out and inviting all of the communities to come and participate and enjoy it and be a part of it. And we want it to feel inclusive of everyone. Well, you mentioned too that you're you're looking for improvements around the town too, as far as your fairgrounds, uh, looking at baseball fields and other things as well. So right now we're in the process of working on applying for different sources of funding to improve the fairgrounds out there. We would love for it to be accessible and usable for more than just one weekend out of the year. We would love to get some t-ball fields or baseball fields, soccer fields, a track, some other things out there that people can go out and enjoy it year round, that it will be usable. We also feel like we could host more events and improve the economy of that end of the valley. Wow, it's incredible. Ashley, anything else that you'd like to mention? I would just say, if you haven't ever come to Manassa Pioneer Days before, come check it out. It's worth the drive. Come enjoy our parade and hang out and come give it a try. If you want to volunteer, please reach out. We need all the help we can get. We want to hear your ideas. We want to hear what we can do better or something that you want to add to the celebration. We'd love to have your input, so please reach out. Tammy, what about you? I would say come out and just see what we're all about. Take in the experience, eat the hamburgers, ride the rides, go watch the rodeo, cheer for our contestants, get in on the action of the derby. It's loud and rowdy and wild and fun. And that's what we love. That's what we're about. I would encourage you if you want to get involved, reach out to us. We have lots of opportunities. And probably lastly, I would just encourage everybody that comes out to notice this is all done by volunteers. And so appreciate the time that they're giving up away from family and friends to help make this worth coming to. 
and give them a thanks, give them a nod, give them a something just to let them know that what they're doing matters so that they stay motivated to keep doing it. Incredible. Definitely coming down this year. We're talking a parades, a dance, rodeos, a demolition derby, live music, a magic show, RC car testing, fireworks, great food, free entertainment, and a whole lot more. That's Manassa Pioneer Days. It's happening July 13th through the 16th this year in the wonderful town of Manassa, Colorado. Come out and enjoy the fun. Ladies, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. For nearly 150 years, there's been a very special festival and celebration going on in the town of Manassa, Colorado. It's one of the oldest festivals in the state and is a big reason to come home and spend time visiting with family and friends and, of course, partake in all this wonderful event has to offer. Manassa Pioneer Days is happening July 13th through the 16th, 2022. For more information, check out their Facebook page, Manassa Pioneer Days. You can email Manassa Saddle Club 77 at gmail.com. That's Manassa Saddle Club 77 at gmail.com. Make the short drive to Manassa and enjoy all this spectacular town has to offer. We appreciate you telling your friends to listen to the podcast on slvoices.com and check out our extensive calendar of events, the most listings in the Valley. You can help spread the word too by joining our Facebook group, SL Voices, your voice in the San Luis Valley, and liking our post on other social media outlets. Also, check out our Instagram page for occasional behind-the-scenes looks at what we do. And please, patronize our local sponsors. Remember to support the businesses here in the Valley. Most are owned and operated by your family, friends, and neighbors. We all love this area, want to see it flourish, and you can help by buying and supporting locally in your own and surrounding communities. Check back for another local podcast soon. Until then, this has been San Luis Valley Voices, an SL Voices production. Thank you.